Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ed Carson here with a look at the action in today's session, October 10th, where we did see gains across the board for the major indexes. A little bit of resistance, though, for the NASDAQ, but small caps had a nice day about performance, Ed. Yeah, there are some nice things about this market, and we did keep advancing. But uh, I do want to look at three stocks that did pretty well today, Uber, Novo Nordisk, and Supermicro. Let's do it. But first, let's take a look at those major indexes. The Nasdaq today up six tenths of a percent, followed by the S&P 500 up a half a percent, the Dow up four tenths of a percent. And like I mentioned, small caps outperforming today, the Russell 2000 up almost 1.4 percent on the day. We'll look at that chart soon. But if you look at the Nasdaq here, yes, another day of gains, but resistance right at the 50 day line. Not an unexpected place to be bumping up against. No, and it's not, look, if we stop here for today or even a couple of days, that's not a big deal. It's just something just something to note. Uh, this is why we talk about adding exposure gradually. You know, if you bought some on Friday, if you bought some on Monday, and then you bought maybe some this morning, yeah, you're fine. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you're even on some of today's, uh, today's moves, but that's fine. It's not like if you went, I'm suddenly buying everything at Tuesday midday. Right. That's when like, I guess, especially, and that's, this is not that big of a deal. We lost half a percentage point. I mean, it's not a big deal. Uh, but if we reverse lower, that's why these resistance, you know, a lot of levels to get through. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we're still moving up. I just think it's just gradual. There's, yeah, there's the trend line. Then there'll be 14,000. Then there'll be that 14.1. So it goes on and all the other indexes have their own kind of areas. Uh, so, you know, still, still looking pretty healthy. Uh, the breadth was really strong, uh, especially given how the modest gains on the indexes. Mm -hmm. And so what breadth signal do you favor, Ed? I often look at things like RSP. I mean, I would like if I just want to just click, quickly look at it. I mean, if I don't want to go somewhere else, but just RSP was strong and look at IWM or, or look at the Russell and mm -hmm. those those outperformed today. Uh, there was pretty strong breadth when you think it's like, uh, you know, we've done it. So this is just the beginning of things. And you can see these indexes have really come down hard, a lot more than the major indexes. So we need to see more of this. Nice to see this trend, but uh, a, lot of, a lot of work to do on these indexes. Right. So with the strength in the Russell 2000, I don't know what volume was like, uh, but I know something that some IEBD team members were saying when the NASDAQ had its follow through day last week is, OK, let's see if the other indexes can follow suit. So if we can continue to see strength in the other indexes, that would definitely be a good thing and strengthen the bull case. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there was uh, so the Russell, it did sort of look like we don't usually count those as follow through days, but it did have a follow through day like like advance. I'm just trying to think about the counting is that. Yeah, that is that is for four or five days in there. I just want to make sure they didn't undercut. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, but the Dow had resistance. I mean, like it's not we don't care about it as much as the Nasdaq, but it got above the 200 day line and closed below it again a normal place where you'd expect it to hit resistance. And we'll just see if it can get through it uh, in the coming days. Mm -hmm. I guess, especially, you know, in the last three trading sessions, putting that into context of all the headlines that have come out. So that's also something to, to think about the fact that we are still making gains. We've had three updates in a row when we definitely could have had three down days in a row. I guess you could say that about any time, but it's just, uh, I feel like at least at the moment, we are seeing that resilience continue out there. What say you, Ed? 
Yeah, that's a good point. The market is treating it. That's a good sign when the market takes news that you could interpret either way and say, no, we're going to keep going higher. Uh, that's, that's a positive sign. Mm -hmm. And we haven't taken a look at the S&P yet, so let's go there. It was able to get above its 21-day line, so that's another step in the right direction. Next, we've got the 50-day line ahead of us, and we can also draw a trend line that roughly coincides with that level as well. So a double bottom-esque formation taking shape here was supported that 200-day roughly around 4,200, right where you would expect it. Also, QQQ, I just want to point out, does have a double bottom that pattern recognition is now recognizing. And this NASDAQ 100 ETF, though off highs by the end of the day, is now above its own 50-day line. And Ed, I guess this underscores the strength that we've seen in those mega cap tech names. Yeah, they're they're still they're still leading overall. I mean, maybe not today, but you're yeah, it's nice action. Yeah, and it does underscore there were some positives here. Look, we did rise. A lot of a lot of leading stocks had some positive action. Yeah, they came off highs, but uh, I think generally this was a positive session here. And let's take a look at the ten-year yield. Of course, bond markets were closed on Monday uh, in observance of the holiday. But seeing the 10-year yield here coming off of its historic highs, that definitely helps uh, the equity market or at least relieve a little bit of pressure there. Oh, absolutely. Just even just not rising anymore would be nice. And so nice to come down. And, and so a lot of this game we already knew was happening because there was other indications like other ETFs that were pretty clearly were right. showing that yields were implying down um, as a mm -hmm. result, like TLT. So basically this goes up, the yield is going down. This is the 20 year plus, so it's not going to line up exactly. But you could see actually most of the gain in the bond, you know, the drop in the bond yield was probably yesterday in effect, even though we didn't see it. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely helping. Uh, we also saw the dollar come down for a fifth straight day, another positive for stocks. Mm -hmm. uh, again, they're just starting to come down like to levels. I mean, they've had huge uptrends. They haven't really broken the down uptrends, either one of them. Right. Uh, so they could come right back up. I mean, it's like, oh, they're forming handles. You know? Right. Uh, not, not a downtrend really yet. Mm -hmm. And in terms of sector action, let's take a look at SMH. Really strong day here for chips at SMH up 1.2%. And I know we'll be taking a look at one chip name today. Yeah. So, the, you know, we're definitely seeing the tech areas come come up and, you know, QQQ, SMH, a couple of key areas here. Mm -hmm. IGV, this tracks the software sector. It's now above its 50-day line for at least a second session in a row. Maybe it looks like actually three sessions in a row. So, software related names also looking interesting here. Let's now go to Uber, Ed. Stock of the day today, and it was added to Swing Trader, added to the leaderboard. And I know you're going to tell us all of the reasons why. I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> it actually looked a lot like IGV, not that it's tied to that, but sort of like had that kind of look of, our, um, but it popped off the 50-day, 21-day line. Uh, sort of clearly getting over there's sort of a trend line you can draw there. Uh, so a nice early entry. Uh, downside is that there wasn't much volume today, hasn't been much volume uh, in the last few months. There was one or two bad days, but not, you know, not, we weren't huge losses in that time. RS line, right at highs, essentially. Uh, might even be at a high on a weekly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, RS line, blue dot, that's, a, that's you know, still some distance from the uh, pivot, and it's already got that, you know, blue dot. 
So nice action there. The fundamentals look pretty good. Uh, it's turned around profitable. A lot of that is overseas growth. And yeah, so there's there were definitely good reasons to, to like this one. And I think it held on to a decent amount of its gains. Uh, but obviously, like a lot of everything else, it, it came off its highs. And so it needs the market to do reasonably well. Yeah. And in terms of managing risk, we've got earnings still a month away. Of course, uh, we just need to be aware of earnings season now getting underway this week. A number of big reports happening later on in the week, and there could be stocks moving in sympathy with names in uh, you know, the same theme or competitors or peers. So we have to be uh, aware of of that, or even, you know, it could be a totally different uh, industry group, Ed, but if they say something about the consumer spending, who knows, maybe, you know, travel related, they, that could impact Uber. We'll have to see, but Uber itself doesn't report earnings for another month. So we, we've got a little time there. And I think in terms of this entry, we weren't waiting for the breakout. So you can manage risk by looking at today's low, looking at the 50-day line instead of if you were to wait for the breakout, Ed, uh, you know, it could pull back in and still be above the 50-day line and shake you out. So looking at these earlier entries for those blue dot, sto blue dot stocks can uh, definitely be something of interest as you're trying to methodically ramp up exposure. Yeah, and you can take the position here, or you can do a partial position and say, you know, you right. can do it a lot of different ways, uh, ways you know to scale into a position. Uh, so, but this seemed like a good good entry today. Yeah, let's also take a look at NVO, Novo Nordisk, and Eli Lilly. Both have been in focus as of late, and NVO getting above not only a trend line entry couple of days ago, but also it's converged twenty one day and fifty day lines today, Ed. Yeah, so it wasn't this powerful move, but nice little move here. Uh, you know, the, it wasn't huge on volume, but there, there's been some positive volume days in, in recent days when it sort of found support and tried to nudge above the 50-day line. I mean, there's been some, some some down days too, but this was the first time. It's like it had a base and then it gapped out on some positive news about weight loss drugs. And now it's maybe starting in emerging consolidations, but this is a place you can enter or, or add shares. Uh, you know, this... This could be, we talk about sometimes, oh, you got to get into AI and stuff, but this could be one of those game changers where we'll look back and say like, you know, that this could have an enormous change, uh, you know, cultural change. I mean, this could literally change society, some of these drugs that it's working on. Uh, so it's definitely somebody, something to pay attention to. This is not just the defensive growth name. It's got real growth, might have real growth for quite a while. I mean, this is a Danish company that you literally have to do statistics now that exclude Novo Nordisk. From, from their GDP, GDP. because yeah. it's too powerful, uh, you know, it's too much of an increase to to measure by itself. Right. Yeah. These weight loss drugs are definitely getting a lot of attention right now, and it is pretty interesting, Ed, with headlines that we're seeing. You know, whether it's Walmart or Pepsi, just the fact that that this is being discussed in relation to shopping habits, whether it's on the food side or clothing, the potential ripple effects here and game changing, as you said, and it's interesting to see this unfolding before our eyes. But you know, not only do we need the stock to 
prove this story, uh, but the fundamentals as well uh, to see that continued growth uh, to support the story that we are seeing here. But it's looking promising. Yes, it is. A nice acceleration of growth. Yes. And last but not least, let's take a look at SMCI, an interesting story here as well with this AI play up 7% today in strong volume, clearing an early entry above the 300 level, Ed. Yeah. And so it's probably still in range from that, though. You know, if you want to, it's also sort of feels a little extended at the same time from the 50 day line and, and some other areas like the 294 area, it's, if you think of it from you know Friday's high, it's getting up there a little bit. Uh, but this was powerful and it just, you know, it came right out of the gate, strong volume, strongest volume in a while here. Uh, RS line isn't at highs, but uh, the strongest in a while, definitely above a lot of this resistance area. It's higher than all of that, basically. Uh, the one issue, this is a high flyer. This one is gonna make big moves. You can just look at just the last few weeks and see how much this one can have big moves up and down. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but you know this one, uh, you know it's one of those. You know, Nvidia is like has all these chips, but it's like these are the servers that seem to be running them right now. And it's uh, again part of that game changer. There's a number of stocks all around AI and servers and whatnot, and this is definitely front and center in that. So uh, definitely people should be paying attention to this one. See if it can go on another run. Right. And while this base formation is far from perfect, if you look at how the left side of the base yeah. started, Ed, and like you said, some of the volatile swings there, this is why we say get these stocks on your watch list before the follow through day happens. We've been covering this stock in recent weeks and days before today's pop happened. I did not take advantage of this trade. I'm already it. I'm pretty levered to tech uh, right now, including <laughs> NVIDIA. Uh, so I didn't need more exposure in this area. But if you had this on your watch list ahead of time, today uh, you know, could have been that opportunity to act before it got well extended, You know, right when it was crossing 300 or so. Hopefully some traders were acting on this stock. And, may, and maybe it forms a handle here and lets the 50-day line catch up. So there may be other opportunities. So you don't have to necessarily feel chasing. There's a lot of stocks that are in range or are close to setting up. So if this market rally does continue to do well, it gets through all those little levels that we were talking about, uh, there'll be opportunities to add add to your stake uh, pretty quickly over time and relatively, you know, uh, not yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis, but over time. So definitely be looking for those. As you say, get on those watch lists. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. You can keep up to date. Yeah. You're so right. Uh, instead of chasing stocks and trying to scale up too quickly, you know, push that FOMO aside. And, uh, you know, we've all here at IBD learned by experience uh, to take that methodical approach. All right, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. That is it for today. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IEBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IEBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.